0: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to episode 14 of Buddy Business. So we have a very special guest today. Without, without him, you would not be listening to our show right now. Ladies and gentlemen, he is the founder of Buddy Business, Sean Coon. How are you doing today?
1: Hey, doing great, guys. How are you guys?
0: Good. Doing good. Good. Yeah. So like I said, Sean, you started this podcast. I want to know how and why you started that.
1: Bunny cool. Business. for starters, you guys beat us by one episode, so congratulations. <laughs> Uh, and I guess the start of it uh, came from, it actually wasn't even me, it came from Alex Wolf. Uh, he was a big part of the podcast starting out. And he just he just threw the idea out there, like we were just brainstorming different ways that we could sort of be, kind of like create Tigers Inc.'s own brand, I guess. And there were a lot of different ideas out there, and he said podcast, so I thought that was kind of goofy. Because like I, I didn't really take it seriously at first. I was like, that'd be kind of funny. Because like everyone, yeah. I think, has had the dream of like having a podcast or being on a TV show, yeah. something like that, where they can like have their own platform. Yeah. And we we wrote it up on a board of like ideas, and after that, just kind of like, after joking about it for a while, we kind of, like, started taking it seriously, like, how could we actually do this, and we started researching it, found out that it was very doable, Yeah. and then it just kind of came into what it was, and that name itself actually came from Ryan Chevalier, believe it or not, shout out, uh, Hokies, (laughs) and, um, yeah, I mean, it was, it was really cool, it was kind of just, like, I want to say trailblazing but it felt like it was because it was like something that i wasn't familiar with at all i wasn't familiar with interviewing with media production with promotion or anything and it was really just sort of just like a way to test the waters i guess for me and any everyone who was involved
0: yeah i mean everyone who i talked to they all said you have a podcast voice so i (laughs) think that's like i don't know it seems like you like found your way with that pretty well so uh what how was the experience, like, no, sorry, hold on. So, I'm going to go back in time a little bit. So, yeah. okay. senior year was when you started it, right? Your senior year. Correct. Was that your first year in Tiger Inc.? Yeah, it was my first year. So, what point did you start the podcast?
1: I think I started it, um, the first interview was, I think it was September. Oh, okay. Was when uh, I did September. it, I think I released it in October. But, yeah, I mean, it really just kind of went from the drawing board in, like, the first, like, month and a half of the year to yeah. the interview with Mrs. Vioxx, and that's when it started.
2: Yeah. I'm sure, I mean, just kind of talk about your your experience with the podcast, like at first, because I'm sure it didn't start all that. You said you sad, kind of had to really find quickly, your way. Like, like, what was that yeah. like?
1: Yeah. Okay. So the biggest thing I think was getting comfortable with this sort of like right. situation. Just, just not, yeah. yeah, exactly. Because like, it's not very natural your first couple of times doing it. And like, from that point in your life, maybe you've had like a couple jobs, you kind of know what an interview is. You've heard some interviews online. So like you do your best to try and mimic it. But um, I think like one of the biggest things I had to learn was like building rapport very fast. Like I could usually tell like uh, going into an interview within like the first thirty seconds to be like welcoming welcoming them like into the building or just like meeting them for the first because a lot of people I didn't know yeah. like first time meeting them you could tell like within the first thirty seconds like oh I'm gonna have to work really hard in this interview you know to like kind of get stuff out of them and usually it like it works yeah. You know, you just got to be able to connect with them. But if you can get it early, that's when you know you got like a gem of an interview. A interview, right? An episode. But like you got to, it, it's kind of hard. Sometimes it means like cracking a really stupid and corny joke. Or maybe <laughs> it's just like being really personable. Like you just got to find the different ways to make the person comfortable, make yourself comfortable, and get them, I guess, accustomed to that setting so you can have a good interview.
0: Yeah. So you interviewed a lot of different people. We try to like, ver- like, we, we based our guests kind of like, uh, we try to do different guests than you yeah. have had. Uh, so what, who are your favorite guests that you were able to
1: interview? Oh man, they were all really good interviews. Yeah. But I think one of my favorites uh, was probably Mr. Jarvis. Mr. Jarvis, oh, yeah. he was a fantastic interview. Uh, so was uh, Tracy Talbot. She was the owner of uh, Delicious a Dish. And I think like what I have with those two, those two are probably my favorite. Um, they were both like really like, like big in entrepreneurship, mm-hmm. and the way that they talked about what they did, it really kind of was illuminating because like they they work really hard. They do. They put in a lot of hours for what they do, but the fact that they did it on their own terms and it was something that they were invested in and something that kind of, I guess, was an image of who they were. That made them feel so much better about the work that they did. Like they just yeah. seemed so liberated. And so I guess motivated to keep on doing it. And that was something that I wasn't really used to because, I mean, I don't know too many entrepreneurs personally or people who own their own business and having the chance to talk to them and let them explain like what they do and why they do it. That really kind of resonated with me. And I thought that was special.
2: Yeah. yeah. And, and, and me and Michael can certainly relate to that. I mean, we've had, you know, like coach Williams, yeah. uh, mm. CC Collins, coach. like we at uh, Mr. Dressel, like we've yeah. had a lot of people that, you know they walk into a room and you can tell their passion about what they do
1: right
2: and um so kind of backtracking a little bit to to us you know our first podcast, i'll say we, we struggled a little bit to find we that, didn't know what we were doing to find <laughs> that, that, I mean, that chart. Yeah. I'm going to I'm going to say that I mean, but, shout but, out to
0: Mr. Bryant our new AD he did a great job <laughs> he did a great job <laughs> he dealt with and, very well. it was,
2: it was <laughs> us right it was it was all <laughs> yeah. like, we were not we didn't set the tone no. coming out but we, were, yeah. but we we we've we've improved certainly on the year. so yeah what do you think we've done well? I, don't, I don't want to kind of put the spotlight. On You've you listened here. to a few. More. You've listened yeah, to a right. couple. Yeah,
1: I gotta say one of my favorite ones. I forget what his name was, but he had the uh, the fitness place, and you had I think you had Matt in the interview. Yeah, that one had to be one of my favorite ones, just because I feel like what you guys have. <laughs> excuse me. You guys have done a good job of, like you said, having a wide variety of guests, right. and highlighting a lot of different stories too. And what I really liked, um, I kind of wish I did more of these stories. The interview you had with uh, Drew early on in the year, where you got to, kind of got to talk to him about right. that. Like I had one with uh, my good friend Jack, who is uh, he's a trades he was a tradesman and now he's um, oh yeah Jack McInally yeah oh, now he's working McHale. with uh, the Appalachian Trail Preservation. But like I, I wish I like I wish I highlighted more of those stories because there's a lot of kids here or a lot of people who are like around our age that are doing like amazing things and right. really cool things that not everyone is exposed to and well, i think you did one with like that one kid who's like a bridge car driver yeah yeah course, like that's course, crazy yeah, yeah that's right so like cool. that's
2: exactly yeah and then um, i mean the, the drew Mernan episode really for us was first of all it was the highlight tigers inc because we hadn't really we hadn't really done yeah. that but it was also just to kind of get comfortable because yeah. when you're when you're interviewing someone your own age right it, it, it's easier to make conversations exactly. that's what we were trying to do and i think as soon as as soon as that happened we we settled in, and then that's when that's when we really started producing really good content. Uh, Michael.
0: Yeah, for sure. And um, so yeah, I mean, you you're the expert with this. <laughs> I, I really think so. Like you you've done a great job, and you gave us a really good head. Like with yeah, you set the foundation. He just kind of had to like edit. I mean, you gave Chase kind of the software
1: how to do that. Well, yeah, you but, guys have taken it very far too, so I'm proud of you guys. Yeah. You guys
0: so those. thank you very much. I appreciate that. But do you have any suggestions for? Like maybe future guests that Chase and whoever, and whoever, whoever I mean that mystery co-host that we've yet guess. to decide.
1: Honestly. Any suggestions? I'd say like shoot for the stars with a couple. Like if you Okay, can. so here,
0: here's something. Sorry. I don't mean to interrupt. Okay, but early on in the year, I don't know if you remember this, Chase. Okay. But I reached <laughs> I reached out to um, Mark Cuban
1: Oh, <laughs> yeah. I
0: just like sent him an email I found his email somewhere sent him an email <laughs> didn't get a response but you know I, yeah got, got shoot, got shoot for shoot the shots shot I, yeah, the I say
1: just keep on like having not okay maybe not not like I mean it's worth a
0: shot but you know, know, yeah. I mean, yeah, throw those out there because you never. right we're, we're, we're a unique organization I feel like I, I feel like he that's something that he would like
1: exactly I don't know but, but there, there yeah. are people who resonate with what you guys do for sure. like as long as you can like I guess make that known mm-hmm. and have that presence travel, or even like literally just with like an Instagram DM or email. Like, that again, that's another thing I wish I did. I wish I kind of like not that, like, I love all the people that I interview, all the amazing people. I kind of wish I like kind of branched a little bit out of my comfort zone, out of my network. Yeah, maybe even expanded a little bit. So just like going out of like going into the unknown, like, it might that doesn't have to be like a big person, it could just be some random person you heard about who like knows a guy who knows a guy who knows a guy like stuff like that i feel like that would kind of be fun and interesting add a little bit of chaos into it but yeah that's i guess that'd be my only bit of advice it's kind of go crazy with the guest chase
0: yeah okay okay i was i was kind of disappointed i won't mention their name but we were supposed to have a guest on he wasn't able to do it he's really busy guy but he's kind of one of those people that's like Matt, matt, do you know matt mccarthy yes yeah, yeah. so he he's your he, flyer yeah, <laughs> yeah that's right you go to dayton yeah so i mean he met this guy and he's like super eccentric and like just kind of out there which is something that we kind of wanted so i think that right. could also be something of chase you can consider for next right, year right, like, right yeah absolutely because that'll give a good interview
2: you know yeah. like yeah yeah i mean just, we want we, we want eccentric like like <laughs> showing kind of just said you want to branch yeah. out of our comfort zone and that that's definitely the opportunity to do that yeah for sure so
0: I want to switch gears a little bit so uh besides the podcast what was your experience with tigers inc like like how how did that help you i think in life
1: by far the most valuable like experiences i've had with tigers inc was all opportunities i had i guess to lead and like especially to be a public speaker oh yeah Uh, like i was um i think there was probably like four or five like opportunities i had to represent tigers inc or I think well there was one project we did like with the school board last year where like we led a community like discourse about like what we should be doing with like the future of our schools and stuff like that, I think where you could like point to and say, I did that, I was a part of that. That's the whole value of Tigers Link and being able to like talk to, you know, like leading discussions in board meetings and talking in front of the school board and like all those sort of events where you kind of get to be out there and be a little vulnerable. That's been huge. Cuz like without that I really wouldn't have had that opportunity and I wouldn't have been like nearly as comfortable with speaking as I am now. Like yeah. that that really helped me grow and like kind of pushed me beyond what I thought I could do.
2: Yeah. What uh? What cohort were you originally in?
1: I was in community outreach. Okay.
2: That's what yeah. we kind of consider ourselves of be. Yeah. But
0: it's it's. I mean, Tigers Inc this year is a lot different than last year. Yeah. You know, we've brought on just so many projects, so it's hard to like it's, categorize. It's right. It's hard because to categorize we have, people. We we like, just. I don't know if you saw this, but we just presented to the Reds. Like yeah, you know, it is. Yeah, we yeah, have yeah. two. We had two projects where yeah. like data analytics and like or performance analytics and business analytics. Like that's
2: that's awesome. Awesome. Is, There's no way to really like categorize right that, that, all, that was like I, I mean we got to meet the Nick Kroll general managers and Cincinnati Reds we got to meet a bunch of people in both the uh, business organization which is like you know ticket sales and social media and stuff like that and then we got to meet all the baseball operations guys and I mean that was just such a cool experience to be a great American for that I mean that was yeah. one of the best opportunities I think I've ever gotten and that was because of Tigers Inc yeah
0: I and mean, that sounds a lot like what Sean was saying.
2: Like right, Chase. Like, just, you just, you probably weren't like, comfortable up there, but that'll
0: help you so much, right? Uh, no, I was definitely not comfortable. <laughs> oh, you were doing Yeah, I presented, he did the uh, performance, performance performance baseball analytics side. That's awesome. And that was, that. I would yeah. like walk in on in the, like they'd be working on some stuff in here. I'd walk in. He's got like an Excel sheet pulled up, and it's like it's
2: like four hundred thousand rows. <laughs> <laughs> some like, I'm like I, I don't even know, like yeah, you know where was... to start with of that.
1: But getting <laughs> used to the hot keys, or oh yeah, okay, good. Uh, to make some stuff fun. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, what other experiences did you have besides like the public speaking with like Tiger Sneak?
1: Well, really, uh, I think one of the cooler ones I got to do was uh, with Lemons and Limes. I got to be one of the models. I you <laughs> I just did a- that. Yeah. <laughs> recently got to do that. <laughs> that was a lot of fun. Yeah. Honestly. Like, that was a cool way to spend the evening, I guess. Yeah. I guess support the local shop, but also, like, kind of <laughs> imagine what it would have been like if I did break out in the male modeling. Um, like as you said i have a voice for podcasting and the face for it too so it's probably best that i don't model but But, uh, that was a really cool opportunity and i think the other one that i really enjoyed was early on in the year like this is one of the first things i think i I just signed up for it because i don't think anyone else was doing it at the time but we got like five people to go to this um this chamber meeting where they were like Showing all the new plans of the city, basically we just like greeted people, signed them in, and like talked to them a little bit about like what they thought about these proposed plans. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And we got to see all the different things that I think it was, uh, I forget who it was at the time, it was like the former teacher that's on city council. I forget oh, his name. The wrong people to ask. Yeah, okay. Uh, I can tell
0: you. <laughs> anyway, he was like kind
1: of one of the leaders behind the whole thing. And we got to see like all these different things that they were planning to do with the city as far as like development went, like certain bike lanes, like developing certain parts of land, redeveloping certain areas. And it was really interesting. Like, because I, I don't think it was, I don't know if it was something that was up on the ballot, but it was just showing them like what the options were for like what Loveland could be like in the next couple of years and right. getting to see that side of the process I thought was really interesting. You yeah. know, it was kind of cool to like be a part of that with a lot of people in the community too. And
0: that's, that's the cool thing about Tyre Inc. You know, you have your one like place, you know, like you did the podcast, but you also get to go into everyone else's world and kind of like help them and they help you and you just kind of see everything that's going on. Right. And there's so much that Tyre yeah, Inc. Yeah. does. So it's, yeah. Background yeah, back Business
1: Week is fun too.
2: Yeah. That's always fun. <laughs> yeah. uh, when you when you came in Tiger's Inc. Did you know what you wanted to do in college? Like that that senior year, that fall of senior year. Well, did you have an idea? Yes and no. I didn't so, even know if I was going to go to college at
1: that point.
0: Right. I, I was going to mention that I went golfing with you. I think through the well, <laughs> yeah, think LHS golf club. I remember. Yes, yeah, that still he, alive? oh uh, it is. It is. It yeah, is still alive. Yeah, um, yeah Will Gersmeyer in the other room right next door. He he runs it. Well, Joey Gomes as well. He's graduating,
1: so he yeah. Will.
2: But
0: so He's yeah. doing better than it was last year. I, they're uh. I don't really, I didn't get the chance to go to many outings, but uh, I don't uh, know. Oh, yeah, I went
2: to like two, but I, I it think was it was fun. I it was think great. it was good. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Good, good.
0: But yeah, I remember you saying that. So yeah, I mean,
1: continue with what you're saying. The biggest thing I think was uh, taking Renan's accounting class last year. Oh yeah. Cause that like really, I know like entry level accounting, very simple compared to, I guess the big scheme of things, but like it kind of helped me understand that this is something that clicks with me. This is something that I get and I could make a career out of this if I like pursue it. And, like, sure, I could just like be a bookkeeper out of high school or, like, with a, a little technical degree, but I feel like that kind of would live in my opportunities if I wanted mm-hmm. to do that. So I realized the best way to do that would be to go to college, get a four year degree, and then get my CPA afterwards. Well, of course, I might have to take an extra semester to get that, but still, like, I just I thought that, like, it kind of made sense to me and I could see it as a viable option. And it was, it seemed more interesting to me than going to trade school at the time or like doing my own thing. And that's sort of what made me decide on doing it was Bernan's class. And then that kind of was compounded on by my experience in Tiger Tank.
0: Yeah. So you chose UD Dayton
1: yes, as, as your school. How do you how have you liked
0: in there for your first
1: year? Oh, I can't stand it. Really? I can't wait to go back. Oh, really? Like, yeah. I've been home for five, like four days. And I can <laughs> say. But, oh, that's awesome. Yeah. I mean, I think that appeal with UD. Great school, great people. It has to do with the community there. Like, since it's, like, a smaller campus of, like, 8,000 people, mm-hmm. it's really easy to kind of, like, make your place and find your niche right. and sort of, like, do your own thing. And yeah. that's that's sort of the appeal that I get with it. Because, like, I couldn't do a big campus, like, 60,000 or 80,000 at OSU yeah. or UC. That's just not me. And I think it's been really beneficial for, like, me growing as a person, but also, like, me growing professionally mm-hmm. and all that sort of stuff.
0: Yeah, so you're studying accounting, right? Yes. Yeah, so how how's that been at the uh, like at college? Because you said you took Mernan's accounting class. Yeah. How has that kind of transferred up to
1: well, classes at UD? It's a little different because, at least with UD, since I'm an accounting major, they want me to take their accounting 207 class, which is the intro class that Mernan taught. I don't know. Does this oh, you teach really? it?
2: Yeah. Uh, you yeah. The honors financial accounting. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure it's like
1: the yeah, same curriculum. Yeah, That's super cool. Yeah but some I kind of my kind they want me to take their version of it. Oh. So, I mean, it definitely helps to have this knowledge because I'm, I'm a I'm part of this group there called the Hanley Sustainability Fund. It's like, it's basically like the financial cohort here, but like they, uh, they specialize in ESG investing, if you guys are familiar with that. Not really.
0: That's all these guys yeah, yeah, yeah. and wealth yeah, management want, yeah. across the way, but uh, yeah,
1: Well you want to explain it a little bit. Yeah, ESG yeah. is just like uh, environmentally friendly, uh, socially friendly, and like, I guess, well, it's kind of hard to like put it into it like one complete sentence, but yeah, they take into account like um, the environment, a company's social responsibility, and how the company governs themselves, basically, okay. and... Much like our group, we try and be the S P five hundred yeah. all student run, and it's been amazing because like, I've learned so much. I didn't do that last year, and I kind of wish I did. Yeah, because like, although I'm an accounting major, the more that you can understand, you know, how money works and how the world finances, the better off you are. I feel like that applies to any career path that you go down. But like, outside of just like the investing knowledge that I've gained and. I guess macroeconomic stuff and Fed and all these sort of things that sort of were in the abstract before, like they make a lot more sense to me now. A lot of great people that I've met, amazing for professional development, interviews, resume reviews, all that stuff. It's like designed to help you play spot school. Of school. Yeah. And I'm, I'm so glad that I became a part of it because amazing group of people and it's helping me become a better person too. So mm-hmm. I say, with are you guys
2: both can be business majors? Most likely, yeah. Um, I, mean, I know he's he direct applied to Kelly School of Business. Yeah, day, I got so. into Kelly
0: at IU, so I'm gonna be Congratulations. Thank you. Yeah. It's, That's incredible. Yeah, so I'll probably do like marketing there, but obviously the first year it's gonna be a lot of everything. It's I don't really like technically declare a major. Like, I think I do, but yeah, I really don't like,
2: it's it all going to be like the jet ads. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So it, it, I just yeah, kind of see what, take, like like the, the core, they call it, they call it kind of core classes. Yeah. You have yeah. To take so I'm really excited
0: for that though, because I mean, I've not I've, I've, like I said, I've seen a lot of stuff that tires Inc does like marketing and wealth management. Mm-hmm. It just, it's all interesting to me. So I can't wait to dive into that. But I also think I'll do, like add another major or maybe a minor in like the media school. So really oh, okay, yeah. I, like i mean the podcast i love doing like audio stuff and uh more like video though because i took digital media production with mr barrett that's right. been it's been a lot of fun so yeah so
1: is that like do you uh, like core like sports and all that stuff here i or have I so
0: know? i just actually last night i stayed up a little too late yeah. uh <laughs> editing this uh baseball hype video so i've been doing a little bit of that but i also made a um a rocky movie have you seen rocky
1: I actually have it, but like I know what Rocky is. Right, okay. I mean everyone knows I what Rocky, Rocky is, Rocky. but like
0: yeah. it's like just this little like six minute like stupid video that I made with my friends where it's like pretty much the same thing as Rocky. <laughs> so I just I've been doing a lot with it. and I just want to like pr- maybe get into more like advertising with it. And, That's like, awesome, yeah. Doing some just seeing what I can do because I feel like Mister Moran told me this. He said um, it's great for me to be in the business school, but he said it's even more valuable to have something else with it that right has you like stand out a little bit. I feel like I can really see those two things kind of like meshing together, like doing doing something pretty cool. So that's
1: awesome. Yeah, no, he's absolutely right. Because like with with business, a lot of the stuff that you learn,
2: like a lot of other business majors will learn. Yeah. So like the more that you
1: can separate yourself from the crowd, the better. And I would say, I think, I'd I'd arguably say even more important than doing well in your classes, not that, that's not important. That, 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 is, that is crucial to one of your classes is finding organizations that will help you. Yeah. Because like not only does that give you like this sort of experience. Like I know this is a class at Level, but like the equivalent stuff of this that I've seen are all like extracurricular organizations. Mm-hmm. You get a network, you get people who have the same like values of you, who are like as motivated as you, mm-hmm. and you'll be learning things that you wouldn't be learning otherwise. It's like they will teach you stuff in the classroom, but like as you guys have learned through Tiger's Inc., experience is the best teacher. Yeah. Right. Exactly. And the, the more that you can get out of that, and you will have so many opportunities to do that. Like it might be overwhelming, honestly. Yeah. But you'll have you have so many opportunities to do that. Take advantage of them. That's mm-hmm. gonna be what like what sets you apart, what will help you get placement, what will help you get where you want to go. Yeah. I guess that's the one thing I've learned through people that I've talked to in the business school, teachers
2: and students alike, is that that is that's crucial.
1: Yeah, just getting
2: that in there. We had uh, a couple. I don't know if that was how long ago was that Michael. We had Nathan Bailiff on here. Yeah, no, that was like probably a month, month and a half ago. Months so ago, yeah. and he he reiterated that the, the same thing. Like he, every opportunity he has, he takes it because he doesn't know, you know, whether it's whether it's going to help you, you know. Mm-hmm. But most likely it is, and that's it's crucial too. Right, I mean, you take as many opportunities as you can. Yeah so
0: yeah so uh i want to go into just like your kind of college experience besides right back there sorry <laughs> but uh, your other kind of experiences besides like accounting so like what what have you been like have you done any more podcasting anything like that like no, no. i haven't
1: although of course is that in the future do you think there's been the uh, 3 a.m conversations of dude start a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> and i'm like yeah you could but like I don't know. I mean, I think I'm done with it. Yeah. I I did have a lot of fun with it. I don't really see myself doing it in the future. Yeah. But I'm glad I did it. Yeah. Like obviously, you guys have taken it and ran with it, and I'm happy for that. But I think I'm done with podcasting. (laughs) Yeah. It's I've thought about it, but no.
2: Yeah. Yeah. What about uh like clubs, organizations? Right. You talked about uh, what what specific?
1: For me, like my two biggest ones are the sustainability fund that I mentioned earlier. Yeah. And uh, intramural sports, I was doing floor hockey, flag football, soccer, uh, floor soccer. Like there's there's so many different ways to get involved. That's probably like been a really great way to meet people. Yeah, because like, sure, like it's competitive and whatnot, and like sure you might talk a little trash, but like that's I think that's a great way to meet people is through sports because yeah. like that's those are people who you can do pick up with later. Yeah, those are people who also just like to have a good time and have fun. So those have probably been my two biggest and. I, actually, I did meet a decent amount of people. I rushed a business fraternity early on that didn't oh, yeah. get in. I'm going to rush again. Yeah. But I guess, like, those sort of things where, like, you're really putting yourself out there and you're really vulnerable, a lot oh. of other people are vulnerable, too. And yeah. that's honestly, like, a great way to make connections and make friends is when you can both relate to, like, that same sort of experience of, like, oh, my goodness, this is actually like kind of scary. I don't know anyone here and I'm supposed to, like, talk to 20 brothers. Like, yeah. That sort of stuff. Where, you're like kind of in the unknown with other people and like the sooner that you realize that I think the easier it is like to make those connections and that that's been wonderful
0: yeah what does a business fraternity look like so because I like um, who are we just talking to who just came in and presented it was um Emily Ryan oh yeah.
1: okay. Yeah. yeah
0: she came and presented to us she was talking about the business fraternity that she said.
2: at Michigan you yep.
1: yeah uh what did she mentioned which one it was was it um I don't think she did,
2: I don't think
0: she did no. but yeah, she, uh, so what, what draws you towards that? What appeals you about the business fraternities? Namely,
1: the opportunity, much like with uh, Hanley, the sustainability fund, like mm-hmm. the opportunity to be around people who have like the same motives as you, who have that same like vision and that same drive. That's probably the biggest thing. Yeah.
0: But much like this, there are also a
1: lot of opportunities for experiential learning. Uh, they actually kind of operate themselves a lot like a nonprofit. So like actually like being a part of their accounting, their finances, their risk like analysis. That stuff seems really interesting to me. Um, but also like of course like being a part of brotherhood, the social aspect, having parties and all that. Like sure their business, their professional focus, but like they have some fun too. Yeah, right. and I feel like the nice thing about having that is that it really helps you find your balance. And I think a common misconception a lot of people have is that balance is fifty fifty. It's mm-hmm. not. Sometimes it's like twenty five. And then would it be 75? Yeah, it'd be 25 and 75. Something <laughs> like that. Where like you might have like 20% of your time partying, five percent of your time like just to yourself, and then 70% would be like study related, yeah. working on that. At least that, that's how I've kind of found myself, that's how I describe myself. But I feel like the more that you can like apply yourself to these different things, the better you can find it. Because like the more I like, to a certain extent, the more you have structure, mm-hmm. the easier it is to find out like what you need to be doing and how that like fits into like who you are. Yeah, Right.
0: Okay. Well. so I have one last thing, unless Chase has anything else, but I just wanna I ask you what the future looks like for you. So this. That's so what I was gonna ask. Yeah, <laughs> so like, are, are you, do you think you'll stick with the accounting, like kind of same same sort of path for next year, or what What do you think it's gonna
1: look like? Well, we'll see because uh, software here is the year that most people drop out of accounting. Oh really? Uh, yeah. I mean, it's the most transferred out of business major. Yeah. Man. I mean, for good reason. But I mean I am not really concerned about that. Even if I do, like there are I've like gotten enough exposure to things in the business world and just in general that like I could I could figure out what I'd want to do. Probably end up being finance. Yeah. I think with all the background I have in that. But right now, looks like in my in my bachelors then get my masters enter the workforce. Like this is just like my hypothetical, nothing right. goes yeah. wrong. Yeah. Um I'd like to probably be an accountant for, I don't know, maybe uh audit accountant for like five years, managerial for a while. Yeah. And then I don't know, I'd really like to open up a guitar shop or like a, a bait and tackle store. That's that's what I'd really wanna do. And that's awesome. Yeah, I just wanna transfer all my experience into that and then just see where it goes.
0: Yeah. All right. Anything um, else to coffee? That is all I have, Sean, unless if you if you have anything you want to shout out or finish off with.
1: Well, I guess, okay, I got a question for, I guess, both of you guys. What's yeah. been the biggest thing that you've gotten out of, like, not just the podcast, just, like, at least for you, Michael, it's just your yeah. senior year. Like, yeah. what's been, like, what's been the biggest thing that you've gotten out of this and what are you looking forward to the most? I guess it goes for you, too, Chase. Okay. I know you're a junior. Yeah, now, so you're... I'm curious. Right.
0: Uh, I've got an answer for this. So uh, just the number of people I've met. And like the diff, like the variety of people I've met through Tire inc it makes me excited to go into college and like to meet more people. Like I, I, I before Tire inc I, it was like Kyle Becker. We had him on the podcast, and he kind of said this too. He's a little bit shy,er more of an introvert right. before Tire inc but it really helped him to kind of find his own and like, yeah, so, mm-hmm. build his personality a little bit. So I feel like that's kind of the same for me. I'm really excited to go into college. there's we just did our like pictures for the uh, like colleges we're going to, yeah. there are only three people from Loveland going to IU. <laughs> so it's, yeah. I will not have too many like people that I know there. So that's just something that I've really taken away and think will help me in college. A Honestly,
1: not, I think that's probably like a good thing. Yeah. Cause like then you, you don't really have like that comfort zone to go to. Like yeah. you're just, you're just out there. And yeah. I think you're going to have a lot of fun with that. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, like it's fine to be nervous about it, but like the fact that you're like enthusiastic about it, that's great. Yeah. That's great.
0: I'm just ready to leave. We have like
1: <laughs> five
2: days left or something like that. It's yeah. yeah I mean, I'm already getting, I'm getting junioritis right now. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <All> right. <laughs> uh, but, uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, kind of, um, coming off the same thing Michael said, like just the amount of people and the opportunities that have been presented to me have been unlike any other class I've ever taken in my life. Um, you know, being exposed to wealth management, uh, being exposed to marketing and, and talking to different people, and and now having, you know, like Michael said, before I came in this class, I was about as introverted as introverted you can get. I'm not gonna lie. I mean, I was. I can relate to Kyle in that aspect. So now being, you know, obviously public speaking is a, a huge skill to have in the business world, and for me to have that now, that's that's so, and obviously I'm gonna continue to work on it because only a junior, so you know, senior year, Tigers Inc. I'll have it for a full year again. So yeah, I, I, yeah. That's all yeah. I got. Uh, I'm kicking myself. I didn't take t- Tigers,
0: Inc. as a junior.
1: Yeah, so. I'd I be too. I wish I did too. Yeah. But,
0: yeah, so I think mm-hmm. That's, mm-hmm. That's, that's all we that's got. That's all we got for yeah. sure. All right, well, and thank you guys so much for having me. Yeah. No problem. Thank, thank you, you for very coming much, on.